Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening. Welcome to Genesee Valley Church's online podcast. GVC is a non-denominational church in Flint, Michigan, and our mission is simple. To love God, love people, and love life. I know that you will be blessed by the message and the words that God has for you today. Now, here's Pastor Tony. Praise the Lord. <laughs> you know, <clears throat> we had kind of, we didn't have a bet tonight, but we had a deal tonight. So I really should really like stiff my husband, but I'm not, I'm just not like that. But <laughs> we had a deal tonight. He was going to go see Pastor Mark down in Detroit. And I said, well, that, that's the only way that I'll do Wednesday night for you. <laughs> I said, I'm so nice <laughs> I said, if you go. I said, but if you're here, you're doing it. That's the deal. <laughs> it's kind of like, you have to go. And he's here. And I'm still doing it. <laughs> so sometimes you feel like the sucker. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm just playing. Praise the Lord. It's going to be good. <laughs> I just thought I'd throw that out there first. Just for fun. <laughs> so let's just pray before we go in the Word because this is a big deal. The Bible says that when you look into the word, it enlightens you, and it lights your path, makes it sure you know which way to go. And so we believe that when we get into the word, we grow. He reveals the word to me, and I see myself how he sees me. Amen? So Father, we just thank you for the word of God tonight. I thank you that you, I just thank you for the Holy Spirit that's here in the midst enlightening the word of God to us tonight, that he speaks through me, that he gives unction, and that it's easy tonight, and Lord, that we sense your presence and hear you clearly. In Jesus' name, amen. amen. Praise the Lord. So, you know, I've been, the last couple, why are you laughing? Okay. <laughs> I'm just playing. And so, just thinking about coming here tonight, um, I really believe God gave me something, but then I kind of tried to push it to the side. You know how you do that? You just push to the side. You're like, well, I don't know who's going to be there, and well, I just don't know about it. And so you kind of try to talk yourself out of it or talk God out of it, I think is what I was trying to do. <laughs> so then I didn't feel the shame of if I didn't do it. <laughs> so, but it just came back again right before. And so I just believe we need to hear it. And it's just who the Holy Spirit is. Praying in the Holy Spirit, how he helps me every day of my life, who he is to me. And so we're just going to go through that just for a little bit, and then we'll, we'll keep moving. But we're just going to follow God tonight, and we're going to hear what God has to say. And so um, I'm going to start over in John. Make sure I don't lose my place. Over in John chapter uh, 14. John chapter 14, this is the 
when Jesus was getting ready to leave his disciples. And so he's telling them, hey, yo, I'm getting ready to leave. but I'm not leaving you by yourself. I'm going to send the Holy Spirit. But if I don't go, you're not going to get the Holy Spirit. And you're going to need the Holy Spirit, <laughs> especially with me not being here right in front of you. And so we'll start in verse 16. I'm reading from the Amplified, so I'm going to have a lot of words versus the screen. And I will ask the Father, and he will give you another comforter, a counselor. So just let, we're just going to take our time. Look at who the Holy Spirit is to you. He's a counselor, a helper, an intercessor, an advocate, a strengthener, a standby. So never by yourself that he may remain with you forever. So he's never going to leave. He might be dormant because you don't ever acknowledge him, but he's always in you. The spirit of truth, whom the world cannot receive, they can't welcome or take to heart because the world does not know him, nor do they recognize him. But you know him and you recognize him, for he lives with you constantly and is in you. It says, I will not leave you as orphans, comfortless, desolate, uh, without help. I will come back to you. And he keeps going. But then you go over to other chapters, and he says that all throughout. um, About who the Holy Spirit is to you. And so, that will go over to you. Galatians. Chapter 5. Galatians chapter 5. We're going to start. Verse 22. It says, but the fruit of the Holy Spirit. So he said he's going to give us a comforter, a helper, a standby. He's not going to leave us alone. When we feel alone in those times in life, when I feel like I don't know what to do. And so we have the Holy Spirit. So this is going to tell us the fruit of the Holy Spirit in us. The fruit of the Holy Spirit, the work which his presence within accomplishes, is love, joy. Anybody need some joy? Some gladness? Peace? I can use some more peace. Patience. I can really use patience. And even temper. Not getting ticked off, not up and down, even-tempered, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness. Keeps on going. Meekness, humility, self-control. It's good that one's in there. So that means I can self-restraint against such things. There is no law that can bring a charge. And those who belong to Christ, Jesus, have crucified the flesh the passions and appetites and desires. If we live by the Holy Spirit, let us also walk by the Spirit. By the Holy Spirit, we have our life in God. Let us go forward, walking in line, our conduct controlled by the Spirit. So that's our flesh, our mouth, our thought, our flesh, our acting out. is controlled by the Holy Spirit that's in me which Jesus gave when he left. And so then you go over to Acts chapter 2. So if I have the Holy Spirit, now we're going to see the evidence 
of the Holy Spirit being filled. Acts chapter 2, verse 1. And when the day of Pentecost had fully come, they were all assembled together in one place. And suddenly there came a sound from heaven like the rushing, uh, violent tempest blast, and it filled the whole house in which they were sitting. And there appeared to them tongues resembling fire, which were separated and distributed and settled on each one of them. I have the amplified, so I can <laughs> And they were all filled with the Holy Spirit and began to speak in other languages or tongues, and the Spirit kept giving them clear and loud expression in each tongue. Now they're, they're residing, and it keeps going on. I'm not going to go through there because pastor's done a uh, great job <laughs> ministering to, about the Holy Spirit. And I think everybody that's here has definitely heard that. And so I can be filled with the Holy Spirit and pray by the Holy Spirit. So let's go over to one other scripture and then I'm going to tie it all together. Romans chapter 8. Verse 26. I'm leaving Jordan hanging. <laughs> I say the chapter and he's like, and Romans chapter 8, verse 26. So too, there it is, the Holy Spirit comes to our aid and bears us up in our weakness, for we do not know what prayer to offer, nor how to offer it worthily as we ought. But the Spirit himself goes to meet our supplication and pleads on our behalf with unspeakable yearnings and groanings too deep for utterance. And he who searches the hearts of men knows what is in the mind of the Holy Spirit, what his intent is, because the Spirit intercedes and pleads in behalf of the saints according to and in harmony with God's will. I read that kind of fast. So in gist, you can be filled. Uh, Jesus sent the Holy Spirit when he left earth. He sent us the Holy Spirit, the comforter, the guide. So then we come over and over in Acts, and I can be filled. So it's this Holy Spirit up on, but now I can have the Holy Spirit be filled with the Holy Spirit, speak in another tongue. It's scripture. And because I know it to be true, I say it's true. And I have heard people praying in the Holy Spirit, and so I know it is true. <laughs> And so then we can be filled with the Holy Spirit. And then we have the, the um, I was going to say the gifts, the, <clears throat> not the flesh, not the work of the Holy Spirit. Um, the fruits of the Holy Spirit. I couldn't think of the word. <laughs> I need to take more vitamins. No. <laughs> we can have the Holy Spirit brings those things up out of us. So if we say, you know what? I just, I'm having a hard time walking in love. I'm having a hard time being patient. I'm always losing control. I'm always running off my mouth. I always, always, I just can't seem to get it together because you're always trying to do it within yourself. But he sent the Holy Spirit. And so as I pray in the Holy Spirit, those fruits of the Spirit come up out of me, and I don't have to work at it. The only way I can tell you that is because I know it to be true. The more I'm praying in the Holy Spirit, and the more that I go and read 1 Corinthians 13, the chapter on love, 
The more that those gentleness, kindness, I'm not getting irritated at every little thing. The, the over in 1 Corinthians 13, it talks about being touchy. <laughs> I'm not so touchy. Faithfulness, meekness, gentleness, patience, all the self-control, they come up because they are by the Holy Spirit. So then you come over into prayer, praying in another tongue. The Holy Spirit is our comforter. He's our, he's our everything. Yet we just leave the Holy Spirit over there like he's not in us. <laughs> and so we just, we forget it. We don't recognize him. And it said, but you recognize him. The world doesn't know him and does not recognize but you do. You know him. You recognize him because he's in you. He's telling you the things that the Father is t- comes from the Father, and He translates and brings those things to you. It says that the Holy Spirit knows the mind of everybody. He knows God knows exactly what needs to happen in the exact moment, but you don't. And the over in Romans chapter eight, it says that um, He pleads my case with He prays with me. There's no uh, scripture that says He. He girds me up. I'm doing the praying, but he's there with me. He's given me a lot of unction to pray. And it doesn't say you don't know how to pray. just says you don't know what to pray. But you know how. And so I can pray by the Holy Spirit. The Bible says over in Jude that it can build myself up. Why? Because it's power. It's supernatural power from God. The devil can't have it. And when you pray in the Holy Spirit, the devil doesn't know what in the world you're saying. But the Bible says over in Corinthians that you're praying the perfect will of God. The perfect will. In all circumstances. So when I don't know what to pray for, or, oh, my, my mind is at the wit's end, like, oh, dear God, like I got a really blow today or this is happening with my kids and oh, it's a terrible day or my marriage or just you name it, my job. And I don't even know what to pray, but it seems like it's really bad. I can pray by the Holy Spirit and I can pray the perfect will of God because God knows exactly what needs to happen. And I may not know everything I'm praying, but if I just give voice to it, I'm praying God's will out. And so you can do this all day long. You can do this on the way to work. You can pray out your day. And uh, in this day and time that we live in, I think it's very crucial to live this way. Because the devil is seeking who he may devour. That's what the Bible says. Seeking whom he may. And so we got to stay on guard against the devil. Because the devil's going to try to take you out. He comes to what? Still, steal, still, steal, kill, and destroy you. He doesn't like you. If you're a child of God, you have a mark on your forehead that says you're a kingdom kid, God's, God's child. And so he's out to get you. How? Just to get you to come over here a little bit. 
If I can sway you to come over here and get away from church, get away from God, away from those that love God, I can start distracting you and you won't even think about that. And so when people stop going to church, a lot of times we get frustrated like, oh. <laughs> and we get mad because they just they're like they don't even want to go to church. <laughs> but really it's who's behind it. It's not them at all. They're just falling subject to what the devil's doing. And so that's all the time. There's always somebody, somebody at work behind the scenes, like behind the curtain. And sometimes we just don't choose to see behind the curtain. We just see it at face value and think, well, how dare they? And we get mad at people. I hear it's pretty easy to do, right? Husbands and wives, easy to get mad at each other. Uh, kids, getting mad at parents or, you know, parents frustrated with kids. or I mean, you go down the friends, coworkers, bosses. But there's always somebody behind the curtain just to trip you up. And so God gave us a tool to help you to fight against the devil. To war, your best war is by praying in the spirit. Your best. And that is where your victory is. You can guard yourself by praying in the Holy Spirit. As I come into my day, I can pray in the Holy Spirit. Like right now, we can, we can say, okay, Lord, I want to pray for tomorrow. I can pray out my day tomorrow in the Holy Spirit. And the, the Bible says that you pave the way for yourself. It's like because you've already prayed. So you pray there before you go there, as we say. And it's true. We've seen that in this building. You look around and like, oh, this building is wonderful. You know, when I pass down that old, the old building we go by, I'm like, oh, you, sh you should just go by that building. Just to go by it and say, God, I thank you. When you start thinking, man, or, you know, I'm getting irritated or blah, blah, blah. It's a lot of work. Just go by that old building and you'll be like, thank you, Lord. <laughs> We're not here anymore. <laughs> and you see where God's pulled you out. But the only way we knew, the only way this man even started to even let this be a thought or entertain the idea was by God. And because we prayed before we came here. You would not be here if it was not for us praying months before that day ever came. Probably even years. And you just didn't know you were praying yet. But then there was specifically like six, maybe a year before that we knew God said, you take 30 minutes every time you come together every week and you pray about the building. And my answer was like, well, yeah, but Lord, we're far away from that. Like we're nowhere near that. <laughs> like I see that we're nowhere near. God always knows. He always sees a lot more than you see. A lot more. And so by praying in the Holy Spirit, it puts you on God's page. It aligns you to God's plan. Every day, in every way. Praise God. And so praying in the Holy Spirit, 
So I just wanted to help bring that out and enlighten just what is the work of the Holy Spirit? What's he here for? He's a major help to you. Major. By the fruits of the Spirit. That's how you live in victory. By walking in love. By, the Bible says that they'll, they will know you're my child because of your love. He didn't say because of how well you pray, how many times you go to church. By your love. And so when we nitpick and coming at each other, that's not how people are going to know you're God's child. But that's exactly how the devil always comes in and tries to get you mad at somebody, especially in church, or get you mad at the pastor. We see it time and time again. When somebody starts getting off, it starts, they start pointing fingers at somebody in the church, pointing fingers at the pastor. And that's his plan. But by praying in the Holy Spirit, we stay on guard against him. And we stay on the right path. Praise God. And so when you go, I'll just give you a few more scriptures. Now we've only have seven minutes. <laughs> Matthew chapter 11, verse 29 and 30. I'm just going to read it. It says, take my yoke up on you and learn from me. For I am gentle and lowly in heart. That just means I'm humble in heart. And you will find rest for your soul. Anybody needs a little bit of rest? Your mind's all over the place. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. So when I looked up the word yoke. <clears throat> you know what a yoke is. Like, you just, like you're attached to the yoke and it pulls you. And that's a lot of times it's the the frustration of it, the I'm yoked to oppression, to depression, to anger, to discontentment, all the things that are in the world. We attach ourselves, or we say the world attaches to us, and we don't even really recognize it. And we live life heavy, burdened down, without help. But God's given us help. And he's made it so easy. But so many Christians are hopeless in this life. Because we're taking the world's yoke. And we're not really taking Jesus. But if we learn to take Jesus, he said, take my yoke. That it's easy. It's light. It's not a burden. And I believe that the way that it's easy and it's not a burden and it's light and like take a deep breath, like, oh, it just feels nice sometimes to take a deep breath and, oh, it's by the Holy Spirit. I am confident in this thing, in this. The Holy Spirit helps you be light and easy, have much joy. And so I believe that God wants us to live like that, especially now before he comes, <clears throat> before Jesus comes. And so <clears throat> a lot of times pressure, though, pressure comes and it reveals, or pressure comes and we're like, oh, we forget about everything. 
and all we can see is the pressure. Ever been there? <laughs> or something breaks and it's like the worst day in the world. My daughter today, just my, my daughter, she's not going to like me telling you this, but my daughter today dropped um, a bowl. She was getting cereal and she dropped the bowl and <clears throat> it's just real quiet. <laughs> she dropped, and I could tell like her like, oh dear Lord. <laughs> like I dropped the bowl and it's all over the place and, <gasps> you know? and you could feel like the tension almost. And I just was like, it's a bowl. Like, am I really going to get upset about a bowl? But that would be my tendency probably like, well, what, what are you doing? <laughs> and I thought, that, that's what the Holy Spirit will do. He'll make it easy. Because in the scope of it all, like Jordan back there needed a refrigerator and a stove and you name it. In the scope of it all, does it really matter? No. But it does matter how I view things, and it does matter how I respond. And so the Holy Spirit can help you respond right. And it says over here uh, that when you live this way, it brings peace in your life. It, bring, it just automatically brings peace. We're searching for peace. But yet the Holy Spirit brings peace. When I choose to walk in love, when I choose to be kind. You know what I've learned about walking in love? It's not an easy thing to do. And it's not easy because we haven't made the choice to do it. And it's only by the Holy Spirit that you'll be able to love. Without him, you will love like the world. And the world doesn't know how to love. Not really. They know how to in the moment. When things are good, they're happy and joyful. But when things are bad, they don't love you anymore. They actually just want you to leave them alone. That's not God's love. And so God's love, when it says over in the Bible that there is no greater sacrifice than to lay down your life for another. That's what Jesus did. And I never really understood that until just endeavoring to walk in love more. And there was one day, you know, I start, I've started saying, I choose to love. I was better at it before, and I can tell now because I haven't been giving myself to that or to those things, I'm not as good as what I was. It's not as easy, let's say it like that. Now I'd rather just say something back at you. you know? <laughs> but it, back then, or I say back then, just like a couple months ago, you know? but I can see where I've kind of come off of it and I need to stir myself back up in it. But laying yourself down. So there was one day that somebody I thought was being really mean, you know, saying things and to me and it was like, like hurtful things, like words can hurt. People say, words never hurt. Sure they do. They can hurt. And I, had to, I took a deep breath in that moment. 
And out of my mouth, I said, I choose to love. And I cannot explain. In that moment, I saw that scripture and I started to cry because I could feel the love of God coming up out of me. And it, the love of God is real. It's, it is a tangible thing that God has in you and it can come out of you and manifest. In that moment, though, it was like, I see it. No other greatest, greater sacrifice than to lay down me or my life and choose you. That goes cross-grain with the world's thinking. Oh, no, you're not going to talk to me that way. <laughs> Do you know who you're talking to? <laughs> That's the world. But God's not like that. And so every time you hear that, it goes cross-grain with your thinking. It has to be something that's in your heart. And it's in there. If you've asked Jesus in your heart, then the love of God is in you. And so we can do things to have it come up out of us, like the fruits of the Spirit. They're in there, just kind of sitting there most of the time. But they can come up out of us by praying in the Holy Spirit by recognizing the work of the Holy Spirit in me. So we choose love. And so as you just begin to choose love, choose the Holy Spirit to walk by his ways, I believe that you'll have victory like you've never seen victory before. Because the Bible says that the highest form or the highest um, worship is love. The highest victory is through love. Through love. The Bible says that you can be the greatest anything in the world, but if you don't love, you're nothing to God. So he, he thinks it's pretty high up there. He's looking for it. He's looking for us to love. He's looking for us to make the right choice. He's looking do we recognize the Holy Spirit? He gave us the Holy Spirit. It's a gift. If you give someone a gift and they just set it to the side and don't even open it, well, you'd be pretty hurt, right? Like, I took time to get that gift. I gave it. I prepared it. Every part of it is for you. And she just set my gift right to the side and just walked on by it. You would be hurt. Jesus gave us the Holy Spirit. That's how he took care of us when he left, had to go to his disciples. And we have the same Holy Spirit now today. I can pray out God's will. I can be strengthened with might on the inside. I can know what God wants me to do, the plan of God for my life. I can know and I can walk and have the fruits of the Spirit evident in my life, that others are, see them, then they're not hidden. And by love, this is how you know that I'm God's child. Praise God. So you can go ahead and stand. We'll, we did good, I think. <laughs> Praise God. Lord, I just thank you for your word tonight. I thank you that 
you sent us the Holy Spirit to help us. And so, Lord, I just pray right now that as we leave tonight and the remainder of this week, that we would be so intentful at recognizing the Holy Spirit in our life, the works of the Holy Spirit, that it would be evident in our life, that it would become easy. Father, I thank you that you're opening our eyes to see the call which you have placed on each of us, that we see it clearly in these days. Lord, I thank you that we have the, a great rest of the week. We plead the blood. We thank you for divine intervention and protection. In Jesus' name, amen. amen. subscribe to this podcast and take a look at all of our social media sites which can be found at our website gvchurch.tv we know that today's message has been a blessing to you thanks for listening we are genesee valley church loving god loving people and loving life